Show the kitty. Oh, that nice. Okay, have fun, guys. Oh, she waved. <laughs> <laughs> Is the gargle part of it or is it the bit? I think it's a bit now. Oh, okay, great. That makes sense. Um, how's it going? I missed you. It's been a long time. Tana's been, been on vacation for a whole week. A whole week. Much needed. Yeah. Much needed. I mean, yeah. I worked while I was there, so. But. Yeah. You should but... stop that. <laughs> when you're in the position I am, it's kind of hard not to. But I, I only did it in the mornings. And the rest of the time, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it, but I missed you. Oh, I missed you too. I really like it when we go on vacations together. We haven't very often, just once, right? Yeah. <laughs> I really liked it when we went on the one vacation together. It really set a, a precedent for me. It actually. was really fun. That one, that one was really fun. You and Sarah have gone on a lot of vacations together. Yeah. Sarah's Tana's roommate. Yeah. Um, and she's, I learned a word and I can, I can not get it right. But in Hawaii, they have a word for people who are basically like your adopted family. Mm. And I don't remember what it is. I would look on my phone because I Googled it. Um, but my phone is currently being utilized. The only thing that I know is from Lilo and Stitch and Ohana. Means family. But that's just family. family. Yeah. No, there's an actual term for people that you just, your Your chosen family. Yeah. And I can't so remember nice. what it is, but we learned it on our second to last day there. Did you learn it from Zaz? No, we learned it from a, a local oh. in Hawaii. Well, I mean, I mean, Zaz is a, local, a, right? He's a, yes, he was yes, but a, someone else, a different individual. Yeah, we were walking these shops, and this this person was like, "Are you guys what, like what?" They were trying to figure out what our relationship status is. Oh, uh, you're like lesbian. Yeah, people were either like you're a lesbian or you're like family and. Mm again i've said this i would be happy to be a lesbian i'm just not sexually attracted to women <laughs> i feel like being a lesbian for me would be a lot easier that pesky part i know but um okay. no we were like no we're basically we're like sisters it's like our bestie sister yeah. trip kind of thing and they're like oh, oh are you actually sisters and sarah's like no <laughs> absolutely not thank god <laughs> yeah who wants to be related to this <laughs> my brother <laughs> He's, uh-huh. anyways yeah I went on vacation, but I really did. I missed you. Or mm. things that happened, I was like, Jace would like this. In Hawaii? <clears throat> yeah. And you just stayed on the big island the yeah. whole time? Nice. Which everyone was like, that's the smartest way to go. To vacation to Hawaii first. Like your first time ever. Mm. Because all the other islands are m- much more populated and much closer together. Oh. Whereas the big island... It's bigger, It's obviously. It yeah, takes a little bit longer I, to get around. Yeah. Yeah, and the like the major cities, mm-hmm. they were cute little towns. But the major <laughs> cities were each the three that we went to were each an hour apart from each other. They're like equally spaced. It was crazy. That's nice. Yeah, good space in between and everything. And you went with, um, or you went to visit a friend that lives there. Yes, his name is Asher, and he's the bee's knees, mm-hmm. and his beautiful, beautiful husband and their dog and Kiki meow. Aww. It was really nice. That sounds really nice. That sounds like a much deserved vacation. It was really, it was fun. Is there anything fun that happened? <gasps> so the first day we were there, <laughs> we went swimming with manta rays. 
And it was that it was That's magical. Yeah. I I love the water. Mm-hmm. Like I have I don't know how to describe it. Like that's like my that's my favorite place to be. I feel the most connected to nature when I'm in the water and I oh my gosh, I love it so much. Um and the the <laughs> the captain um Sarah climbed up to the captain's quarters first and then I was like, I'm going to go up there too. So I Careful. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Wood. You knocked a guy over. I, 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 I did? Ah! <laughs> ah! Okay. Death. I should have a bunch of Lego figurines on my shelf. No, you're good. He's hard to stand up. He's kind of a weirdo. Cream. Um... But she went up there and she was just sitting and chilling and then and then I went up there and I sat down and I started chatting up the the captain. He's all lackadaisical, got his feet up on the dash and he's got his his hand he's just steering the boat. And we started chatting and um super nice. And I was uh-huh. like, Cap Captain 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 He he was really fun and he I started asking him like really random questions, much like I do when I'm getting to know somebody. Yeah. Like, what's your favorite color? Because it helps me figure out your personality and all these other things and like, you know, how to chat with you. Yeah. And he was like, my favorite color is green. And oh. and we learned more about each other in that, in that regard. And he was like, we should, we should like, are you going to be back around Kona again? And I was like, probably at some point he was like, Oh. Should... No, 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 no. Oh. Not in a flirty way. It was like, we should hang out. No. <laughs> no. Put those eyebrows away. Put Maybe Tana's going to stay a little bit longer in Hawaii. <laughs> no. No. I mean, I would. Not for that, but I I really, I learned so much. The big, one of the, there were so many things that I learned that I feel like I am like still thinking about and internalizing and all of this. But one of the things that I thought was so interesting is that a lot of people think aloha means hello and goodbye. Mm-hmm. And he said, that's just kind of what it turns into. My, right. It's it's a greeting, but it's, it's a greeting, but it, but it the means deeper meaning. More. Yeah. It's like namaste where people think it just means like, my spirit, amen almost, but spirit. it's, yeah, but it's like but it's a I transfer of. Yeah. Oh. It's I see you from avatar or like my spirit. Like I, I accept you where you are. Is what aloha means. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And so th- when there are signs everywhere, it's like, please take aloha with you. Yeah. Instead of like, please take hello with you. Yes. You know what? There, There's a Hawaiian cre- creator on TikTok who I, I desperately wish that I remember the name. And I'll post it in show notes if I can't remember. Yeah. But um, he talks a lot about people visiting Hawaii because there's, there's very wrong ways to visit Hawaii or native land in, like in any case yeah and he talks a lot about going with like proper intention yeah and i i think that that's a huge part of it of like spiritually like going with the intention of adding instead of subtracting from hawaii is essentially i think a lot of what he talks about but uh yeah and really really insightful beautiful things that he said yeah that i think is really important i should follow that person yeah i'll send you the I'm definitely, I, I'm learning the more, the, the older I get. <laughs> I'm learning I'm a lot more spiritual than I am religious. Yeah. And which I think is quite lovely for a journey, like to get to that point. Yeah. Um, but that was something that I really related to in Hawaii was how much they, they talk about good and en- like energies and stuff. And even with swimming with the manta rays, the, the captain and his, his first mate. 
I hope so. I hope that that's what they were called. <laughs> I hope that's what his title was. I'm not really sure. There were only two of them on the boat. The captain and his friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, so the captain stayed on the boat when we were in the water, but the, the bloke that was with him mm-hmm. was actually in the water with us and he had his fins on and he was, he was steering us around. Wow. Um, so they, they told us one of the biggest things was, hey, your energy will attract them. The... Like if it's a positive energy, it will. Not only will the light, obviously, because huh. the, the light shows the stingrays what, where like the plankton is and all the right, stuff right. That they eat. Um, but also your energy will, will if you're, you're putting out something negative, they're going to not be there or whatever. The other thing they kept saying, and this is, this is the one, I think, negative that I have from this whole trip besides the puppy situation which oh yeah um i'm talking about that um we were on we were sharing the boat with a family of there were like eight of them and they had two younger boys probably like 10 to 13 okay and so not like not toddlers not toddlers like they knew they knew old what enough they were to doing. know what they were doing was rude oh. and inappropriate and the parents did nothing. So so mm-hmm. the, the captain and his his crew member were telling us, hey, your energy, blah, 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 like all, all that beautiful stuff. And then they also said, when you're in the water, you cannot kick your feet mm-hmm. and you had you have to stay flat. Because, okay. because to get the manta rays this, to come. Yeah, the manta rays are going to come and there's also fish in there that are going to want to come up and eat whatever the light is showing. And so we were like, oh, yeah, for sure. Well, the family, so the, the two dads were sandwiching these two boys mm. and the boys were splashing and kicking and trying. They said, don't touch the manta rays. Don't, don't try to do anything. And they kept reaching out because the, the oil on our hands will essentially deteriorate the deteriorate. Did, yeah. Yeah. It, it would, did I say harm word? in some way? D- yeah. Deteriorate the, the protection that's naturally on this, the manta ray's body. And it will huh. it can cause infection and all of this stuff. So the kids are reaching out. We only saw four, and they said oh. they were so sorry. The captain and his crew member were so sorry because usually you see like fifteen to twenty. Oh. Um, and he was like, he what kept saying it? you can't you can't be upset with nature. But the crew member after we got done, um, he looked at me and he was like, I'm really sorry, and he pointed at them because he he fully fully was like their fault yeah and the dads didn't do anything it got to the point where i started i was really surprised at how easy it is to communicate through snorkeling just like talking yeah oh i was like having full-on conversations with asher (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) it was great um but it got to the point where i was like can you guys stop can you stop moving Mm mm-hmm because you're you're you are actually ruining this for a lot of people yeah and i shouldn't say ruin because I still very much enjoyed it. It was a, but it's frustrating. It's like in a movie magical, theater when people are yelling, exactly, kicking and sc- scaring them away. Yeah, because um, we're going into their territory. They're allowing right. us in their territory, and the fact that you have been clearly instructed on what not to do, I'm still going for and it. And the dads weren't doing anything. In fact, the dads joined them a lot. Oh, that's frustrating. So that was the one thing that bugged me. I was like, you have clear instruction. Like when you go somewhere, you need to be accommodating to the instruction you receive yeah especially when when it's something where it's like we're sharing this experience if it's like if you rent a private boat or whatever and go out yourself do whatever the you want yeah but like when you are sharing an experience with someone else who also paid money to be here exactly that was the other thing i'm like i i I realized that there's only 
four of us compared to the eight of you, but we still paid as much as you individually paid to be on this boat. Right. So can you, can yeah. you rein your children in? That's why that I laughed sucks. at the, the thing, the picture I showed you of Tilda Swinton as the vampire. And it was like, this is what motherhood does to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause it was like, <laughs> yeah, I hate, it was like just so sad. The rest of the time was absolutely lovely, though. The... So gay people shouldn't adopt kids. That's why. So they weren't a gay couple? <laughs> oh, you said two dads, they, and I assumed. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Um, no. So there were two families with, two f- with one boy each. They were, yeah, they were, they oh, were okay, brothers. Got it, got it, got it. Their brothers and okay. then their wives. Okay. But that was funny. Um, you don't actually believe I was that, just, do you? I was just fully campaigning. <laughs> you don't actually believe that. No. I was going to say, I was like, I mean, sure. I don't want kids, but. Preach. I do not either. You know, whatever. I would be the best aunt to my friend's children, but I personally don't. If I, if I have kids, it will be because I am adopting. Yeah. That's, I mean, obviously. Oh. <laughs> Same. Yeah. What? You can't have your own? My uterus is clogged. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh that shaft right there you gotta take it out (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyways but yeah hawaii was beautiful so i learned what the true meaning of aloha is and we went to the volcano the volcano was actively erupting while we were there they it was actually truly magical every like all of the islanders and the tourists were super hyped about it Mm. because because the the goddess her name is pele so when she makes she shows herself building land yeah essentially and it's 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 helpful especially when you can better um manage where the lava flow is Mm -hmm. because it it just goes out to the ocean um but and and adds to the island yeah and that's the good that's the good yeah eruptions yeah and it wasn't intense at all it's not like what you imagine it to be where you can see like shooting up sure you know it's not like mordor or whatever but um we didn't, we, we got there and it was, everyone around us was being so rude and like disrespectful because they were disappointed. It wasn't the big like fire explosion, firework kind of, all you saw was glowing spots. And when you would zoom in on your camera, you could see the flow. Oh, cool. And it was fascinating because we would see new spots pop up. Yeah. And Zaz, Asher's husband, mm-hmm. um, he grew up in Hawaii, obviously yeah. he is, he is Hawaiian. Um, and, he goes there a lot and he's he's very spiritual mm-hmm. um very connected in which that. if you know asher of course mm-hmm. the person he would marry would be very just absolutely connected yeah they're oh, they're such good people mm-hmm. um but he every time he goes they pele shows herself to him in some way mm-hmm. and so um he showed us a couple pictures and then he showed us the picture he took while we were there and you could actually see I know a lot of people would think that this is crazy or like it's just eyes playing tricks. You could actually see the figure of a woman yeah. in different dance positions. As like within the lava flow and things in like that. the steam. Mm. It was incredible. Yeah. I think. Oh, I have actual full body you, chills. You know what this reminds me of? Um, I've never been to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I think. Um, white people for the worst <laughs> have have taken spirituality into a very exclusively religion culture mm-hmm. which is very damaging in a lot of ways um because it perverts 
uh, it perverts spirituality into obedience and that's it. And if you don't have the obedience, then it's done. It's over. Um, but it's it, very it, profound. This reminds me of when we, so when we did go to Japan, uh, the most magical experience for me when I was there, like I said, never been to Hawaii, but we went to a temple in Kyoto. So we, we went to the train station in Kyoto. I'm sorry. I'm about to cry. We went to a train station in Kyoto and like, um, walked along the river because we were looking for the bamboo forest, which we never found. But afterwards, you know, afterwards I looked at the map and it was like clear on the other side of town. We were not close. No. But we were, we just we were, were along the we were river and we didn't be, have though. very much time. No, we Because we had to get back. We were had some plans with friends back in Tokyo or in Osaka. So we went to Kyoto just for a little day trip. And it the, the train station spits you out like right by the river. And there's a, a million like food places and really beautiful restaurants and carts with food and all kinds of things. And so we just walked along the river and it was so peaceful and like yes. beautiful and like um it was after it was like in october when we went so it was like after all the cherry blossoms and stuff had gone away and things were like kind of dying but it was like beautiful beautiful and there were people just skiffing along the river uh boats going by us and we just kept walking and i don't know what compelled us to keep walking because it was very evident after a while that we were not finding the rainforest or the bamboo forest we both had said almost at the exact same time we're only here this one time yeah and so we just we're like just let's just go let's go let's see what happens so we get to the end of the trail and we think it ends but then there's stairs right and at the bottom there's like a little house Mm -hmm. but um and i think that's where the people at the temple lived i think so but um we just went up the stairs and they were like little i don't know what they were i wish i had done more research but just stone almost shrine looking things with writing on it um and we kept walking up and walking up and eventually we just happened upon a shrine like a big temple yeah not big a uh, little temple it was the perfect size where just a couple was Running taking it. care of it yeah and um like just sitting on it was this mountainside temple looking over kyoto was like incredible but then he the the man live like working and living there brought us over and like did like a little prayer with us to the shrine and that was like such an intense experience for me and really was like it's it's all of these other cultures that developed their so like white people have again like developed spirituality to be something oppressive um and for some people it's connecting and i don't want to like disregard that yeah so like whatever but every other culture has developed spirituality to be such a connecting force and it's like vital that it is connecting and vital that it is because it's it's connecting to each other and helping us understand each other. But it's also connecting to the planet mm. and to nature and to wildlife and to just everything. Everything is connected and, and part of a unit. And it's beautiful that like there are so many like there are so many truths of that connecting force that exist in every culture. Yeah. Um, and even even with like Christianity or whatever that you can find that um, it's just been utilized in such a toxic way for so long. But like 
to see it in like such a raw form where it is it feels like to see it like that feels unrefined in a perfect way like it feels like it it feels like there are no rules yeah you have to follow it's just what you take from it it's like seeing ore in a mountain it's like Mm. this beautiful piece of metal this beautiful raw piece of metal that hasn't been like tainted or like turned into something it wasn't supposed to be that is a beautiful way to describe that. But but yeah, so we I, went to Japan and it was a very powerful experience for us. We stayed up there for as long as we could. Yeah, for a, a, like literally we were just like, okay, we have to we have to go and get on a train. So we, we just had to run. It was magical. But we yeah, we gave up on we we saw a couple shrines like with Tori Gates and that was really beautiful mm-hmm. and nice. Um <clears throat> But that, yeah, we like, we stayed there for a very long time. Like we did that little prayer with him and then went inside the temple and just like looked through a bunch of photos and things of the temple as it aged. Yeah. And it was, yeah, and then it was just really, really sat. incredible. It was hidden. Like on the, you could yeah. not see this. You had to, I mean, I don't know how long the, the steps were. They were like halfway yeah. up the mountain, but it wasn't yeah. like a huge mountain, but. Yeah. It didn't take forever to get up Mm-mm. them. Probably like 15 minutes. Yeah. But um, the way that they did it so strategically so that you, (laughs) while you're in in that beautiful, peaceful place, would not be distracted by the people walking on the trails and the people in the boats on the river. If you can imagine, I'm I'm not trying to, to... bring disney back into this but <laughs> what i'm imagining like it, it it was a combination of arendale when the in frozen 2 specifically when they leave because everything is going crazy all the spirits are going crazy they were up on a ledge and they would look down at the river mm-hmm. it was a combination of that and tarzan yeah uh, but in the trees and you could look down and you see this this canyon of wall-to-wall tree and then this beautiful glassy mm-hmm. glassy river and and pocahontas it was pocahontas as well like yeah it you know what it's pocahontas more than more than frozen 2 and tarzan yeah it felt it felt like it was meant to be this place that could be um it it, it was crazy because really we had no clue where we, we were going mm-hmm. and it just like happened um, but it felt really like this thing that is meant to be attained instead of like desired. So like something that um, you can't see where you're going. You have you literally there's there's literally even from the other side of the river, the path there you couldn't see this place from there. No, nope. there's no pl- there's no way. So it's literally a thing that you don't know exists until you get there. You just happen upon it, and then you have a remarkable experience yeah. that you were not. And could not plan. I still have a picture of it where just because I wanted to remember the view, but it's just yeah, you just look out into like. We should get that printed. The picture. Yeah, we should get it printed and hung up in our rooms. Yeah. Or in our offices or whatever. It's it was a really incredible experience, and I imagine in Hawaii there's a similar reverence for that type of thing where, um, again, like seeing seeing Pele in the steam is something that you uh, don't desire. You just attain. You're gifted it. It's not like a She thing really because... did gift us that. Yeah. No one else saw it. Yeah. 
the people around us again it's probably because they were grumbling and <laughs> and moaning about about the lackluster and they were like laughing at it and i was sitting here we're surrounded not only are we witnessing erupting earth like raw energy we're also surrounded we could see the milky way we could oh man we were the so clouds it, was a, it were, was a night even mm-hmm, we went wow. at nighttime um because during the day it just i i just i think it was more powerful at night because mm-hmm. you could see the coloring and yeah the, the art the that she was making and, yeah. yeah you could see her it was amazing um but then you would you would be looking at this magnificent movement of earth and then you would look up and see thousands Space. upon thousands of stars and and you felt so small and but still seen because she was making herself visible to us yeah it was it was so cool um it was just it was so neat and um it's interesting. So they, I, along with Pele, we learned that if you see a woman on the, according to, and I hope that I get this correctly, correct, but she, um, it, Zaz said that if you see a woman on the road, you are supposed to feed her an old woman on the road because it's usually Pele. She's a, a trickster. Mm. Um, and if, if you don't pay respect to this old, old woman who's, who's usually dressed to the nines, like looking really, really good. Um, she, she, some people that you're with won't see this individual. This is like, people have experienced this, but anyways, the, the instruction is that you make sure that you feed her and pay her respect or take care of her. And so we went, after we saw the volcano, we were driving home. We stopped at this place called Ken's. It was just like, basically, excuse me, hiccups, (laughs) like a Denny's. Oh, Okay. Um, with a massive menu, Gordon Ramsay could never at that place. <laughs> the menu was huge. Um, but there was this woman we walked in. We were we were the only guests, but we walked in and there was this beautiful Hawaiian woman, dressed to the nines, sitting at the table, and she looked absolutely beautiful. And Zaz is like me; he'll mm-hmm. go up to people and just compliment them. Mm-hmm. And he got an impression that he needed to compliment this woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so he went over and complimented her, let her know that she looked really, really beautiful. And then she touched his arm and said, where are you going? And looked at him and he was like, oh, I'm just going to sit with my friends. And she was like, would you like to sit with me? And he got this impression that it was Pele saying when, when he asked that question, where are you going? Or when she asked that question of where are you going? Pele does that. She Mm -hmm. will like ask you these questions that really make you think about what choices you're making and where you are going. Mm -hmm. And she sat and invited him to sit with her and it was, it was, so did you all sit with her? No, we didn't because there, she was at a a single table and we needed four, four Mm. seats. So, um, it, it was, there were so many things that happened on this that showed me, I am much more of a, I don't care to do like really crazy adrenaline type things on vacations. I yeah. want to experience the culture and I want to mm-hmm. experience the, the, the way people live, the, the, the things like that, the things that you can't plan, but just happen to you. You know, that's, yep. 
that's what I want on my vacations. And I'm really glad that we got, we every single day got that experience. Man, that sounds magical. Yeah, I, I love, people laugh at me all the time because I always like, I love to eat the local food all the time. Yep. Like my, like my first thing that I do is, is I go to like the restaurant that everyone says to go to. Yeah. Because I feel like I just want to be enveloped in like what people are doing and what they're eating. And yeah, like in Japan, another thing that we got to do is we asked, we went to a coffee shop and like asked some of the ladies that worked there, like, where should we eat? And they said, oh, there's this ramen place, like literally right here. The egg one. And there's just an egg over <laughs> this. Of egg. And it's, it's one of those ramen bars that's like really small. You just go into it. It's like an alleyway. Like you go into this thing and sit at a little booth and eat your ramen. And it was like that was fun too. So magical because the people that we sat next to, the the yeah. guy was dying. He was it was such a spicy meal, and he was <laughs> he was like sobbing. He was he was, and he was so friendly and just yeah. uh, that was good too. That ramen, mm. your ramen was so much better than mine. I should have got what you got. It was really I good. still think about that ramen. Me too. Every time I go to a ramen place, I think about it. So good. But yeah, um, I think. <clears throat> I think, yeah, stuff like that is just really, really magical. That was also interesting, though, that we, we were just walking around looking for a place to eat breakfast, mm-hmm. and we just happened to go to the place where all of the the international performers at USJ, um, Universal Japan, would eat at. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where like a lot of the white people would go to. And I was like, that's so interesting. Did we go there because it was familiar to us, or is it was it just... Like what? What is know. to that place? It was because it was just a random. It wasn't like a Starbucks or anything. It was yeah. literally just a random coffee shop. Which and it was so good. But and, but I think we were just like oh, it, we saw like pastries or something. We we're like oh, we can go here. Sure. Yeah. But, also because I have an allergy to fish oil, eating in Japan was really <laughs> was challenging. <laughs> it was challenging yeah. in Hawaii as well. Oh, I assume there's a ton of seafood and stuff like that. Man, it's a fun. It was a fun time. That, worth, worth worth it so worth it yeah that is really incredible but yeah i bought this ring i don't know if you can see oh, i touched the microphone it's their manta rays um and then sarah wanted to get friendship bracelets oh so she grabbed it grabbed two of them and she was like i'm gonna get this and i was like okay she's like friendship bracelets and i was like she was like which one do you want i assume you want the blue one and i said but your favorite color is blue which one do you want and so she took the blue one and i took the white one. Oh. That's really nice. Yeah. Oh, it was really funny, though, because Sarah... So Sarah is the uh, adrenaline junkie. Uh-huh. She wants to go skydiving. Like, she wants to go things. cliff jumping and all of these things. And um, because I'm a plus-size lady, they have weight restrictions on a lot of the stuff that she wanted to do. And she got really, really sad because she wanted to go zip lining and horseback riding in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And um, she was looking at it. And on the website, she didn't see that there was a weight restriction specifically for horseback riding. And that's weird to me that there was a weight restriction for that. Yeah, that horse doesn't care. <laughs> that's what... The, my, that was my first thought. Yeah. Because I'm from Montana. I grew up horseback riding. And that's a thing that... That's yeah. just a normal thing. I but, grew up, like, breaking horses. So you get it. But these horses are all from the same like they are the same family member strain they Uh are very small they were very very small horses interesting um much smaller than the normal horse that you would be working on like a ranch or something on on continental u.s huh um that was another thing i noted i i learned that um 
Native Hawaiians don't, they don't get upset. They're very like, they're very aloha. Like I see you, I'll meet you where you are. Mm. Um, but they really don't like it when people call continental U.S. So like all the 49 states connected, um, or I guess 48 cause Alaska's kind of floating on its own, but, um, they don't like it when we call it the mainland. Because the huh. mainland is the big island, is the big island of Hawaii. Oh, because culturally, that their mainland is their mainland. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So I tried to get used to calling the forty-eight states connected the continental U.S. Yeah. And then the big island. I mean, the yeah. Mainland was. Hawaii. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. Like, why would they be connected to us? Yeah. That I don't want to get into politics on this, but there's some stuff that I learned about that specifically that blew my mind. Like about the kingdom of Hawaii and things. Yeah. It's trash. Like, people, the way, what, I mean, obviously, like, the colonization of America in general is, like, such a heartbreaking and horrible thing. And, like, but Hawaii was, like, over. It's still technically illegally occupied. Right. Because of what they did to the queen. Right. The queen of Hawaii. That's why I'm saying, like, white people will take something and, like. Ruin it. Taint, like taint uh sorry <laughs> they'll, that's, that's they'll just the proper take, word though take a thing and really like corrupt original purpose and corrupt like true meaning of something to gain it's just sad because history it makes me think more and more like how much of history that we learn is actually accurate oh yeah because it is written by the victor mm-hmm it's one side of a story of three. Yeah. There's, uh, there's, I, I read something too where, yeah, like history is written by the victor. So like, it's impossible to say like the victor will never tell you what atrocities were committed to get there. Um, and I also, I read something about like politics in the U S and how, and like the civil rights movement and things like that. And how every single time any progress was made for civil rights, for women's rights, um, it always, or gay rights, it always comes down to the oppressed always has to seek permission from the oppressor because that's how politics works. The people that are in charge and the people that have taken and have uh, stolen are the ones that get to decide what is acceptable from the people that they've stolen from. Uh, and that is like, that is so inherently corrupting, like that, that power, that type of power. So like, of course, politics is going to crumble. And of course, American politicians are going to be corrupt. And like, because it was built on something uh, that was all about taking and forcing people below them to ask for permission for rights, for basic human rights. And yeah to i i'm jealous of that you got to go there and experience like the true story and like not have it because especially here in utah and i imagine in montana it's similar but this is like the old west right like people uh utah history taught to us is so whitewashed yeah and it's so clean like, I remember being taught, like, being brushed on, like, yeah, this was native land, but, like, 
things were traded or whatever. You okay? I touched the microphone. <laughs> things were traded or whatever, but it was never, you know, like I, I just, I, you're never taught about what actually happened, especially in like, in a, in a place that was inherently native land. Yeah. For way longer than the U.S. existed. That's but why I love, in Montana specifically, I love going to the Native American museums. Because I, yeah. again, very white passing Native American. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, that's probably another thing where I feel connected to my roots. But I love watching, like, powwows and learning about all that stuff. Because it's it's their history. It's their, yeah. it's their stuff that is not... I mean, it probably is influenced by white men, mm-hmm. probably. Um, and I'm not trying to hate on white men in the sense that, like, like. Oh, I am. This, this is this is my. It's also me. Like, I'm I'm obviously a very mixed race individual. It's like you have to. It's dis, There was destruction. Like yeah. you you, you have need to, to acknowledge. You have that. to acknowledge that at the 100%. that's the bare minimum is acknowledgement. And but we went we went in Hawaii. We went to a palace that the mm-hmm. the, the there, and it was. Not like you would imagine a palace to be. Mm-hmm. It was right on the edge of the, the the water, and it was three room three rooms, two bedrooms, and then like a main like seating room upstairs. And then they had a parlor, the dining room, and their like you walk in entryway. Mm-hmm. It was it for me. It was just another. You don't need these big ornate things to live, even as royalty, and and because royal like again royalty like should have the English screwed this up too, but royalty should be the ones that are the most connected to the land and the people, because they have to be able to know. That's so amazing that you say that because they they got to the point where Zaz said that they didn't they didn't so much believe in blood being the monarchy and mm. it being a blood relative that takes over. They did have that, but they also started electing people mm. to, there was one gentleman, I can't remember his name. And if I did, I wouldn't try and say it anyway. Cause I feel like I would totally just botch it. Beautiful. Very long, very long yeah. <laughs> name. Um, but he was the first elected monarch and he, the reason why he was elected and why a lot of the people who were elected were elected because they were so connected to the spirits yeah. or to the, to the, the energies. And that's why they were elected. It wasn't because of you're the blood. So you're the next in line. Like true unmanipulative yeah. spiritual leader along with like, and that's what they believed. They people. believed in that because princess Ruth went and stopped an eruption. She went and communed with Pele for three days. They, they took her up from her palace where we were in Kona all the way up to the volcano that we were at which is a massive trek. Mm-hmm. Um, and she told her her team, her her crew, I don't like the word servants, but that's essentially what her aides, um, to leave her. And she communed with Pele for three days and the eruption stopped. She, she They built her a little hut and that is where she was and she communed with Pele and the, the lava flow came and stopped where her hut was built. Wow. Oh. Because she was so connected. The energy. That, that's aloha. Like, yeah. Oh, it was amazing. So there, there's a lot more 
that we could talk about and I think it would take forever, but how was your week? You got a haircut. (laughs) (laughs) I got a haircut. Yes. You Um, do look very striking. No, thank you. (sighs) I don't know. I just worked. We had a shoot this week, so I was getting ready for that and doing that and got a haircut. That's pretty much it. Jonathan's been doing a show, so. Not much else. I've been reading a book. This book, actually. Lightbringer by Pierce Brown. I've heard of this book, and I've heard that it's incredible. Who did you hear it from? I think Tirza and Garrett. Do you remember Garrett Rushforth? Yeah. Did they, they read Red Rising? I think so. Oh. They were talking about it a hot minute Um, It's an incredible book. The whole series is wonderful. It starts with a book called Red Rising. Um... And then it goes to Golden Sun, Morning Star, Iron Gold, uh, Dark Ages, and then Lightbringer. Yep, it's this. It's this book series. Um, and it's it's a really incredible book, like series. Uh, so the first, the first three. Sorry, I feel like this is a weird transition from like very deeply spiritual conversations, but. That's what Here our podcast is. <laughs> Whiplash. Um, I we just, touched on I it. Wanna, I'll move it. I'll try to like respectfully move on and say that that was a wonderful conversation. And I'm glad that you had those wonderful experiences. It was nice because we also got to Honor relive that. our trip to Japan. Yeah. That was nice. Um, but yeah, I so I read through the entire series because this book just came out. This is the newest one. Mm-hmm. And... Read through the entire series and and then got to this one. The first three are very like um, almost Hunger Gamesy. They're like there's pretty graphic. They're not not sexually more like there's a Murder lot of violence and blood and yes. and it's um, but they're pretty like almost YA novels. The first three, mm. not quite probably, but they're they're in that realm of like kids. But then, um, the, the (laughs) trilogy, the second trilogy is very much, um, so like the main character grows up and there's a very large war happening in these like the last three and it's like so intense. Like everything is so intense. The, like the, the dark ages book, the one before this is so hard to read. (laughs) It's like so sad. It's not hard to read because it's oh. so good, but it's so sad. There's so many things that happen. And it's funny. There there are people that really don't like these three books, but it's like, it's such a, it's, it's such a good evolution in writing to me because of course, like they feel different because now he's older and wiser and more like he's lived torn by war. Like there's so much stuff that's like <clears throat> that exists subtextually that's so incredible yeah and it's very much a book about like classism and um and uh, what's right for humanity versus what's right for individual people and it's it's a really really good series i love it a lot um which is probably why you which is probably why i'm very mad about all the white people things that i've been saying Sorry, it looks that I what? I mean, you're getting through it. You're like almost I'm halfway. Not that I'm not that, that looks far. almost half. It's only 600 pages. It's not huge. But oh, 
there's something about a good hard like hard back hard penis <laughs> I just there's something so satisfying about a hardback. Oh yeah, hard I, cover. You know what? I say that hardcover. Yeah, yeah. Um, hardback. I think both of those are right. But um, yeah. You know what? I I haven't read a physical book in a long time. I just <laughs> it's ASMR. the sound ASMR book ASMR. <laughs> um, but I just like have done audiobooks for a long time, and and the other uh, five books that I listen that I have are just in audiobook form. But this one, I was like, I pre-ordered it because I was really excited about it, and I just wanted to read it. So this is the first, first like physical book that I read in a long time. I love that. Yeah. I bought a book series whilst in Hawaii, uh-huh. and um, it's called Curvy Girls um, Don't, and it's crossed out, and it said can, date, whatever. And the first oh. one of the series is Curvy Girls Can Date Quarterbacks. And I started reading it, and I was very frustrated. I was like, I, I was just so frustrated the whole time. Yeah. I, like, because I'm a curvy girl, and I'm like, you know what? Yes, we can do. We can date whoever we want. Like, we're not, just because of our size, we can't be limited. We're not sure. limited. Um, and that's really what the message of the book is. And I was like, heck yes to that. But the, you'll have to ask Sarah. There would be moments... Where I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Are you kidding me? Because, dumb. Yeah. Just, like, obviously, choices are made and you should probably communicate things. And when I say should, you do need to communicate things. Everyone should always communicate. It really, really just stops a lot of misunderstanding. Yeah. And that was happening a lot in this book. And that was really Uh, frustrating for me. It's one of those, like, youth novels where... Yeah, you, I didn't You accidentally realize... get two dates to the prom. <laughs> well, this one, it was very much like he's just not... Or, um, 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 <laughs> he's all that. She's all that. That book, that movie, she's all that, where they make a bet and they turn the least attractive girl into high school into a really hot one. Well, the yeah. main character in this one is getting bullied significantly by a popular girl. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the main character has a huge crush on the quarterback and has for years. Yeah. Like they grew up together, whatever. Um, and she's been so bullied by not only the kids in school because of she's, she was all like her size was a one X, which is not big at all. Just want to say that. Um, (laughs) curvy girls. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, I guess it would depend on how tall you are. I think it would depend on how tall you are. So if she's shorter and she's a 1X, then maybe. Um, but anyways, she was being bullied significantly by this girl. And this girl was a little drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, written very well, I will say. The characters in this book were written very, very well. Um, but the whole premise is that they are making fun of her. And finally she stands up for herself. And they were, and they were like, yeah, well... I'll bet you that you can't get the, the quarterback, quarterback to, to take you to you. homecoming. Yeah. And she was like, I'll take that bet because she was sick of it. She yeah. was, she was just trying to prove. Um, and then there were four other girls. Yeah. Four other girls in the class that were also plus size, mm-hmm. um, who are very, very lucky. Like one of them is super rich and, um, her family 
just everybody, anyone. Yeah. They, they had, in regards to society, they had everything that they needed. They were just, like the main character has PCOS, which is what I have. Makes it very, oh. very hard for you to lose weight. Yeah. Um, and a lot of other health issues because of PCOS come. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other girls are just happen to be full-figured ladies. And just kids are mean. Yeah. And so she ends up going, like, ends up this guy, they date, and he falls in love with her. And then he finds out about the bets, and it ruins their final game and yeah. his football career and all this. But it ends up being a good thing because he didn't want to play football. Um, oh. Yeah. But I was... <laughs> it was just frustrating because yeah. it was like... Just tell him. Why she had so many opportunities, and I was like, I would love to read a book where the main character knows that they need to be honest. Like they've been going through, like say, go ahead, make a bet, whatever. If you, if that's your choice, to have your characters make that bet, go for it. But then make the choice to write it where they have the opportunity and they take the opportunity to be honest and see what the problem or the repercussions are and have them work through that because I feel like that's more real life than all the other yeah yeah i i think that this this like mode of writing is very like early 2000s because that was that was rampant in like um sitcoms right yeah like that that's the plot of every sitcom yeah um you know what show supersedes that in a great way schitt's creek i love schitt's creek it's, so much. it does that thing where there's this potential for conflict but then they just talk through it and it's done yeah like uh when the day of David and Patrick's wedding, when Patrick gives him a, happy a masseuse ending. and accidentally gets a happy ending, it's just a miscommunication, and Patrick immediately understands that it was not like David's fault, <laughs> and then they're just okay, and then they get married. I but stuff like that, that like so that's true. real, like that. There's no that's way what it should be at least. There's no way that like yeah, someone would be so. Like, I thought that that's what you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> On our wedding day? It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. And then he looks at Stevie and he's like... <laughs> She's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know that. <laughs> I don't want to know. But was it? I don't, don't want to... Don't answer Was it? <laughs> so good. So good. But yeah, I, mm. I think that that show does that very well where like conflict there's a potential for conflict or even like when when um <laughs> there's two parts to this but when david finds out that patrick had a fiance and then they work through it and patrick starts sending him presents and david forgives him but lets him keep sending him presents what a monster <laughs> and then and then <laughs> it's so funny and then and then uh, like patrick has potential to be very mad and break up with him but they work through it yeah and he's like, I think I should be given an olive branch here or yeah. there. Yeah, like, so Like, yes, funny. you should. So. Or the, or so, the and, wedding and the bed like, episode. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Or the no. wedding the bed episode where Patrick puts on the bed liner to oh, yeah, protect I the mattress. Know. Like the potential, this could be a breakup, but he's just nice. And yeah, and he just is like, They're just sometimes, nice. did you have a nighttime oopsie daisy? <laughs> yeah. A what? Moira, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like it's such, it's, it's a good, like, like Schitt's Creek is one of those shows where it's very intentionally supposed to be nice. Yeah. Like, it's just supposed to be a kind show. 
And there's not a lot of there's two there's so many shows now that are just intentionally angry. So it's nice to have that one little show that's so nice. A nice respite. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's like everything. Yeah. That happened. That's everything. That, yeah. And Man, I love it because we can talk about one thing and then we just go on for hours. Yeah, that was great. That was really nice. I think that was really nice. I keep like almost burping. We just went to brunch before this. We did. To celebrate <laughs> our roommate's birthday. Man, there's yeah. a lot of birthdays recently. Yeah, All five of us. Are pretty close together, yeah. Yeah. Jonathan and I are in the same, same month. And then you're the month and after. Me and Sarah are in the same month. Yeah. And then Tyler. Yeah. And then Tyler. And then just t- Yeah. And then Tyler. Yeah. I love him. I love him. But yeah, if you get a chance, you should read these books. I'll give you the audiobooks if you want. Okay. But they're... Yeah wonderful and they're really i like these there's so much depth in in these later books i i get frustrated because people don't like these more recent ones and i'm like i think i think it's such an evolution in like pierce brown's writing like he obviously had like a big change in the way that he was writing things and it he like matured a lot as an author and i think that that should be encouraged that's awesome you don't want to you don't want a band that makes the same album over and over yeah. again. You want the band to mature and have a different album every year or every three or four years. Yeah. Like T-Swift. Like T-Swift. Eras. <laughs> Eras, if you will. Or Adele. Adele. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Hers, like, you can feel maturity in how her albums have progressed. Especially her most recent one where she includes, like, all the stuff about being a mother. Yeah. So good. And and her friendship with James Corden yeah. and it's oh. really cool. There's a lot, man. Maturity. Yeah, but yeah, I think that was a good talk about spirituality and yeah, hating white people. <laughs> we just not all white people are bad. There's mm. a lot that really want to do something, but they're just stopped because of greed. And they were they were you like greedy people. The society that white people grow up in is just so much, like, it's so blinding. You have to, like, really work to break your own societal bias. And I don't just mean, like, racial bias, but that's part of it. Mm -hmm. But, like, societal bias. And to come to terms with the fact that you were given things people weren't. Yeah. But that's, yeah, it's hard for some people. It's called privilege. Anyways. Careers. No. Did you want to talk about that today? I think we. it's been an hour. <gasps> it has? Yeah. Then I we're think, not talking about careers. I think that what we did was correct. Yeah. Because I, 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 I get a little... I, we, we talked about just talking about spirituality before this. And I get really nervous because, because of everything that we've talked about. Like, I'm not... I'm not claiming to be a wealth of knowledge on other cultures' view on spirituality. Never, ever would we. And I, because because I know that I I am lacking. Yeah. And I know that I grew up in a society where I am lacking. And so I was nervous to talk about that before, but I'm glad that we did because I think we handled it in a good way. I hope so. And I'm well, sorry we didn't. If we I didn't talk about. Th- I'm not. I'm not. I feel like I'm not like trying to put my oh, beliefs oh, on spirituality on other people. Which I think is why it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I'm, I think we talked about it. We're just talking. So I'm glad that we did end up talking about that. And I'm glad that we went through your trip to Hawaii. We could have gone harder into it, but we We didn't. We could have. That's it. With that said. With that said, (laughs) follow us on the TikToks and follow us on the YouTubes and follow us on the Instagrams. Mm -hmm. Everything's in the show notes. Yes, everything's in the show notes. Including our personals. Uh Uh-huh. Which is? Jace Venom. And Tenanigans. And you're the ones I want. And the great emu war. Musical. And the great emu, emu war, war underscore the musical. <laughs> yeah. We're we're gonna record a, a demos in a couple weeks. Yeah, so we're gonna try to rehearse next week and then record a demo the week after that. So hopefully, something happens. It's gonna be so fun. We'll see. It's gonna be so fun. And that being said, I'm Tenanigans. I'm Sweepy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweepy. My favorite part was that your hair went like this. 